And good morning to everybody out there in Radio Land. This is the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm Doug Ray. I'm your host today. And of course, alongside me is Mr. Bryce Payne. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Doug. How are you doing? We are great today. We are. I'm doing well. So what we're going to do today, folks, obviously, we always like to start the show out with a big thank you to our uh, first responders, our service folks, and our vets. We're going to do that. And, but we're going to get into Social Security. We're going to dedicate this show today to Social Security, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. But first, folks, uh, you veterans, you service members, uh, first responders, uh, we kind of dedicate the first part of our show to you because we appreciate you so much, and we thank you so much for your dedication, your sacrifice, and your family's sacrifice. Thank you. Yep. Too often you are unrecognized or unthanked, and so we just want to take a few seconds here every morning, every every time we do this show, and just extend that salute to you. So thank you very much. And Doug, uh, why are we talking about Social Security today? Well, Social Security, obviously, uh, you know, if you, if you look at your retirement as a three-leg or a four-leg chair stool, it is certainly one of the bigger legs. It is. And uh, we're dedicating today's show to Social Security because upcoming on uh, November the uh, 4th uh, and the 9th is our last workshop of the year, and it's going to be on Social Security. And we are lucky. We get to have Hamilton Morales. I get him once a year, folks. That's it. Hamilton, you've heard him before. He is our living, breathing, walking, talking encyclopedia of Social Security. So he's going to be with us both nights, and we'll tell you in just a little bit how you can sign up. Very good. So we're going to talk about Social Security here. Doug, why are we um, able to talk about Social Security? Well, you know, it's uh, that too is you and I both went through some pretty extensive training to get nationally certified uh, in Social Security. You know, I've been doing this now, uh, educating folks probably over 10 years on Social Security. And it happened one day, uh, I was at some kind of a financial uh, advisory meeting, advisors all over the country, and um, at lunch, one of them came up to me and he said, hey, you heard anything about this optimizing Social Security stuff? And I said, no, tell me more about it. So we got into a conversation and then, you know, started digging into it deeper. And one thing led to another. And I thought, oh, my gosh, we're missing the boat if we're not educating people about this stuff. That's right. And, um, you know, there's been changes over the years since we've been doing it. 2018 brought in a big change. Uh, The Obama administration decided that they were going to – Uh, do away with the file and suspend strategy. Which was a popular, commonly used strategy. It was. And, and, you know, the the reason they did that is they said that, uh, you know, the the well-heeled were taking advantage of it. But that just simply wasn't the case. I mean, I was doing a lot of that for folks, you know, call them mom and pop USA. School teachers, police officers, factory workers, you name it. If the government's looking for tax loopholes to close, I can, I can show them some better ones to start with in social security. You you know, when that, when that came out, I I called up my, my congressman who, by the way, at that time was Mick Mulvaney. And, uh, you know, I, I told him, I, I know Mick because he's my backdoor neighbor. And he said, look, let's have breakfast and talk about this. So I actually got to have breakfast with Mick, and we talked about it. And I said, this is doing a huge disservice 
to just everyday Americans. And uh, obviously nothing got done about it, but the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, I look back on this 10-plus years we've been doing this education on Social Security, and we have helped a ton of people. We have. Yeah, it's you can't do financial planning if you're not incorporating Social Security uh, into that planning process. Doug, we've seen uh, a number of cases throughout our years of doing this financial planning for retirees. And uh, certain ones have stuck in our mind, like, wow, I wish these people had known this, or boy, I'm sure glad we were able to get to these people in time and tell them of a different filing strategy. Because there's literally thousands of ways that somebody could file for Social Security. People think there's maybe three or four. That's right. So let's go to you. What's one of the top ones on your mind that uh, sticks out for you that we really ended up helping somebody? Well, I guess the one that really kind of touches my heart is it was right after the Great Recession. And uh, this uh, widow was a part of the workshop, and uh, she had just been laid off uh, from her job. And uh, she, um, no, she wasn't a widow. I'm sorry, she was divorcee. And uh, she came to me and she says, Is there anything we can do? So, you know, I put together the plan for it. And it turns out she was eligible for divorce spousal Social Security benefit, which for her was about $1,100 a month. And at that time, having just been laid off, that was huge. I mean, absolutely huge. And, you know, even though uh, we weren't able to do any kind of business with her because she just she didn't have the, the assets set aside for retirement, it just felt good to be able to help this poor lady out. Right. So... You know, that was that was a good thing. How about you? Yeah, well, a lot of going off of that, uh, some people out there, probably their ears perked up when you said the term ex-spousal benefit. Yeah, divorce thinking, spousal benefit. What is that? What do you mean, ex-spousal, divorce spousal benefit? Mm-hmm. Well, that is a thing. And if you have been married for more than 10 years in the past and you have not remarried prior to being age 60 – you might want to talk to a financial planner who specializes in Social Security planning because you might be missing out on some dollars there. So that was a great case, Doug. Uh, you asked me what's something you know that sticks out in my mind. Well, um, no better time than the present. Uh, somebody, a couple that we're working with right now, um, they're around 60, planning on retiring maybe a few years earlier than um, – than uh, what the average person would be retiring at. But they just got custody of their three great-grandkids. Oh, great-grandkids. Great-great-grandkids. Wow. And uh, we started talking about the benefits. Now, folks, here's somewhere, some of your ears are going to perk up again. This doesn't happen to a lot of people because by the time you're ready to retire, you don't have kids that are generally under 18 years old. But this couple just adopted theirs, three, five, and seven, something like that as their ages. Well, they're entitled to Social Security benefits off of their kids if they're retiring. And uh, so we've talked about that process with them, and that added significant amount of money on a monthly basis. We were looking that, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to retire when you think you're going to be able to retire with your expenses. As soon as we factored in those, uh, those Social Security benefits for them, now retirement looks like more than a real possibility for them. We're just going to send them off to the Social Security office to double confirm what those benefits will actually be. But this was something that wasn't in the original plan for them. And uh, it looks like it might actually have them being able to retire when they wanted to. So that's a huge case off the top of my head. That's, that's a terrific case. And hey, folks, we're going to be talking about this and other situations, uh, myself, Bryce, and Hamilton, Coming up at our workshop, that's November the 4th and 9th at 6.30 p.m. at the Broyhill. You definitely need to sign up. 
Now listen, this workshop is for everybody who has not filed for Social Security, or even if you filed and are receiving benefits, as long as you're not over 70, there may be something we can do for you. You want to come to this workshop. It's November the 4th and November the 9th, 6.30 p.m. at the Broyhill. Here's how you sign up. Simply call 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409, or go on thewealthguardians.com, hit the events tab, and you can sign up right there. Very good. Doug, do you have another one you want to share before our break? Uh, you know, yeah, there's there's a couple that come to my mind, but one of them in particular was one, a case we'd worked uh, with a couple, they are clients, and um, showed them how to file for their benefits. They went down to the Social Security office and they said, no, you can't do it that way. Well, this was not long after that 2018 mm-hmm. change in the Obama administration. Right. That was a complete chaotic thing. Thing for the Social Security Administration because when D.C. made the changes, they didn't communicate it to the rest of the field, so it was a mess. Long story short, we told these folks how to do – they were kind of grandfathered into a file-and-suspend strategy, and uh, the Social Security Department said they couldn't do it. We said, yes, you can. Uh, they went back and uh, saw a, a supervisor. They said, no, you can't. They came back. We said, okay, forget about it. Let's just do it online. They did it online themselves. And it worked. And it worked fine. How about that? The, the DC-1 wouldn't have communicated with one of their branches of government. That that surprises the heck no, out yeah, of me. yeah, me too. <laughs> totally. And two, that perhaps the uh, people who are trained to do their job in a government organization might not have all the training that they would uh, ideally have in order to do their job perfectly. So, again, two surprises there. Um yeah, it's, folks, to just give you a quick sense of how complicated the Social Security office is, think of your birthday. Well, you probably didn't know this, but according to the Social Security office, you were born one day prior to whatever your birth date actually is. That's how they calculate things there. Why that is is beyond everybody. Nobody alive knows exactly why that is. But if you were born on October 31st, well, according to the Social Security office, you were born on October 30th. All right. So enough of that. We're going to go to break here, folks, but we're going to ask you a Social Security trivia question. It's a threefold trivia question. Who was the first recipient of a Social Security check? How much was that check for? And I'll let you don't have to be exact and round it within $10. And what year was that? So who was the first recipient of Social Security? How much was his or her check for? And what year was that? If you think you know that, stick around. I'm pretty sure Doug knows this one, but we'll be back in just a few minutes. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show from the Wealth Guardians Radio Studio. I'm Bryce Payne in the producer's chair, and right alongside me in the talent chair is Doug Ray. And you out there in whatever chair you're sitting in, I want to ask you a question. Are you five to seven years from retirement? Well, if you just said, I think so, or I hope so, or I'm not sure I'd like to be, then I've got good news for you. I want to help you confirm that you're making the best decisions for yourself and your spouse in retirement. We offer a no-cost, no-obligation second review so you can learn how to retire the job while keeping that paycheck. But the ball's in your court. you got to reach out to us. We can't reach out to you. How you do that? 336-391-3409 are the numbers you punch on the phone. 
336-391-3409. There's no cost. There's no obligation for sitting down with us and seeing how we might be able to help you plan for your retirement. Now, before we get to the trivia question and the answer, I want to bring your attention on our weekly website highlight here. Go to our website, thewealthguardians.com, and from our homepage, scroll over the Media Center tab. And when you scroll over that, click on the Financial Calculators option. And uh, what we have there are a number of different calculators that you can use in helping to prepare yourself for retirement before you come in and sit down with a professional if you are so inclined to do so. There's calculators that are titled, uh, What are the Tax Advantages of an Annuity? How Does Inflation Impact My Retirement? and Social Security Retirement Income Calculator, and there's several others there as well. So play around with that and see what uh, you might learn from that. And then again, you can always reach out to us, 336-391-3409, to get some professional help on retirement planning as well. Now, back to our trivia question. I asked everybody out there, including Doug right here, the regarding Social Security, who was the first recipient of the Social Security check, how much was their check within about $10? You don't have to get it to the penny. And what year did they receive that? Doug, let's start with the year. What year did uh, this person receive a check? Well, let me uh, just kind of preface this first. Okay. Folks, listen up closely to this trivia question, because if you come to our workshops, you may hear it again, and it could win you a door prize. So it was Miss Ida May Fuller. That's true. You got that right. And she filed uh, for her claim on November the 4th, 1939. She worked under the Social Security system for a whole three years. And she got her claim, uh, let's see, for $22.54. It started on January 31st, 1940. And by the way, folks, that $22.54 is the equivalent of $450 today. Now, here's the interesting thing about Miss Ida May. She was born in 1874 in Vermont. She was a school teacher for a while, and then she decided to be a legal secretary. Well, she lived to be 100. She didn't pass away till 1975. And so one day, this is how she filed for her claim. One day, she was doing a, uh, an errand for the firm, the legal firm, and just happened to stop by the Social Security office because she knew for the last few years she had been paying into something called Social Security. She didn't know what it was. In fact, another little tidbit, this is trivia inside of a trivia. Miss Ida May was a staunch Republican and did not like Roosevelt at all. Okay. But she just happened to walk in there and said, hey, I've been paying into this thing. What is it? And do I get anything? And she says, you know, I didn't expect to get a thing. So long story short, she ended up filing, got her claim done, $22.54. The entire three years, her payroll tax for Social Security was a grand total of $24.75. How about that? So she made it all back almost one time, one month. In her entire lifespan, remember she lived to 100, she took out 22000 $888.92. Now, the question is, did that change her opinion of Roosevelt at all? It doesn't say here. <laughs> just, 
But what a return on investment. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd like Ab- to have that return. Absolutely. Well, Doug, uh, you know, it sounded maybe like you when, when you said that $22.54 is the answer. You were exactly right. But it sounded like maybe you were reading that just a little bit. Well, I had to look it up. Oh, okay. So, well. I had to look it up to get all that background information. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> folks, the question is not whether or not we stumped Doug this week because he cheated and looked it up. But. Did we stump you? Probably did, because these are just little facts that a uh, social security nerds like Doug and myself would know that the average person out there wouldn't. So, well, you know, Bryce, th- if you if you're not cheating, you ain't trying, right? I, I think some famous somebody famous has once said that. That is true. Oh, all right. Hey, listen. Let me tell you guys how to come to our workshop. So, listen up. Um, it's going to be in November. It's our last one of the year, November fourth and 9th. and it's going to be at six thirty. It's at the Broy Hill in Clemens, and again, Hamilton Morales will be presenting with us. In fact, he'll be doing most of it, and he is the walking, talking, living, breathing encyclopedia of Social Security. In fact, that's you know he's who Bryce and I learned from, and he got our credentials for us. Yeah, so, I think, uh, uh, Doug, you and I, we didn't know each other back at the time that we got credentialed, but we think that we were at the same, uh, think so. same one at, this, at that time. How about that? So, folks, if you want to attend, uh, register at 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409 or on thewealthguardians.com. Very good. All right, Doug. So in our first segment, we were talking uh, in this episode, All Things Social Security. We, we were giving some case studies of that stood out in each of our minds over the years of us doing this and being certified with the National Social Security Association. Cases that stood out on how we'd help somebody or something that just perhaps went completely sideways uh, before because somebody didn't come talk to us first. And you'd given some case studies. I'd given some. So I'm going to mention another one here. Um, we had, and this is probably our biggest case study, is uh, a couple of years ago we were sitting down with a couple here in the Wealth Guardian offices, and um, they were about 70, ready to plan for retirement, and just wanted to double check with a professional, and came across that, oh, they're not actually married. This couple is not technically married. Okay. And we took a note on that. And then a, and we have to know that for tax filing purposes, because that's part of the planning process as well. And then as we were wrapping things up, just happened to ask, have either of you been married before? And they each said, yes, they had. Oh, well, you and I looked at each other. I remember this vividly. Mm-hmm. said, how, how long were each of you married? Well, each of them had been married for more than 10 years. That's a key, key hallmark there. Mm-hmm. If you were married for more than 10 years, you are now eligible for half of your ex-spouse's Social Security benefit as long as you haven't remarried. Well, this couple had not, rem- had not married each other. And we asked them, did your, each of your uh, ex-spouses make a decent living? Yes, they did. They were professionals and whatnot. But we did a quick on-the-fly uh, um, calculator computations there and figured out that, unfortunately, because they were not aware of what ex-spousal benefits were, they had never filed for ex-spousal benefits and, unfortunately, lost out on a combined roughly $100,000 that they never got to take advantage of. Had they come and sat down with a professional who was certified with the National Social Security Association, somebody like us, we would have told them that four or five years earlier, and they would have had that extra $100,000 to be able to live off of in retirement. So that's another case study. Doug, you've got another one as well. Yeah, you know, we told you in the first segment some real success stories. Uh, Now we're going to tell you some that uh, obviously aren't uh, successes, and we're doing that for a reason. Uh, because you can foul this stuff up if if you if you don't do it properly, 
this has been probably seven years ago. A gentleman came to me, he was 75 years old, and during the process of sitting down and talking to him and filling out the uh, uh, financial profile that we always do, I shockingly found out he'd never filed for Social Security. At how old? He was 75. <laughs> he was married. He was a well-to-do professional. You know, he didn't have Bill Gates' money, but he wasn't hurting. And he said, yeah, you know, I just forgot about it. I don't need it. So this was before 2018. This was before the file and suspend had gone away. And because he left five years on the table, he had never uh, considered filing and suspending my best guess is, and it's not a guess, I went back and did some calculations because I was I was really curious. He left nearly $300,000 sitting on the table. It is a good thing that he didn't need that. Yeah. Because you cannot go to the Social Security office and file retroactively. They maybe yeah. maybe they'll give you three months retroactively. They have the ability to do that. They won't but give you five, five years. Five years, they will not do that. So I'm glad that that story happened to somebody that did not need the money, that that was not detrimental to them. But folks, out of the thousands of ways that there are to file for Social Security, there's benefits and, and drawbacks to drawing to uh, filing in each and every way. There are zero benefits to file later than age 70. Mm -hmm. If you haven't filed by age 70, please file because you are just throwing away money after that. Up to that point, yes, there might be some pros and cons to waiting until 70. And we see that all the time. Doug, that's a great case study. And, and folks, you paid into the system. You know, it's right there on your Social Security statement. It tells you how much you've paid into the system and how much your employer paid into the system. It's your money. Get it. it. It's your money. It, it's going to go to one of two places, one of three places. If you don't need it, that's fine. Would you rather the government have it and they spend it like they spend money, or would you rather go to your favorite charity? Plain and simple. Easy. Yeah. Easy Easy question, easy answer there. Okay. So let's see. I've got another one here. I think um, we've got time for one more. Okay. So uh, we just another one that's comes recently to mind here that we've been working with this couple now. Um, they have the Social Security benefits, and when uh, they log into their Social Security account, it shows them what their full retirement age benefit is. Well, it shows them around $900 for each of them. However, and fortunately they knew this, but some people, they don't know this is that that benefit is actually, in their case, going to be cut in half. Mm. Why would it be cut in half? Doug, I bet you know the reason why that their benefit would be cut in half. They're government employees. They were federal government employees. They have TSP accounts, and they also have a federal pension that they're going to be getting. In not all cases, but in many cases, if you have been a federal employee and you're getting a pension or going to get a pension, whatever you see in the, when you log into your Social Security benefit, if it shows you X amount of dollars, you can pretty much cut that in half because that pension is robbing some of that Social Security benefit benefit from you. Doesn't sound fair, but hey, are all things government-oriented fair? Not necessarily. So that's another case study that we've got. Doug, let's go ahead and talk, uh, mention one more time before we have to go here, the, um, the dates here. Yeah, put this on your calendar, folks. It's November the 4th, November the 9th. That would be Thursday, November 4th, Tuesday, November 9th, both at 6.30 in the Broy Hill in our conference room there. Uh, I'll be there. Bryce will be there. More importantly, Hamilton Morales is going to be there. It's only there once a year. Once a year. We get them one time a year, and this is it. So sign up. How do you do that? Just call 336-391-3409 or 
go on thewealthguardians.com, hit the event tab. And by the way, while you're there, we've got some really good information on Social Security. Uh, you can download it, uh, print it off as a PDF, whatever you want to do. But uh, come to our event. It's coming up soon. We'll see you there. And Bryce, I guess we got to wrap this show up today. Folks, have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. See you next week, guys.